You're listening to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast, episode number seven. Guys, it's time for another guest interview. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but so far, I mean, I know we're only seven episodes in, but so far I've tried to alternate the episodes with solo episodes and guest interviews. That's not going to last very long because I have a bunch of solo episodes lined up for December and January, but where possible, I am trying to switch it up for you guys and keep it a little bit interesting. So today is time for another guest interview, and I had the absolute joy of interviewing marketing and mindset coach, Salandra. Salandra is based in Sydney, Australia, although you will probably be able to tell throughout the episode that her accent doesn't sound completely Australian, and I totally forgot to ask her what the deal is there, but I don't know, I personally found that there were moments that she sounded almost a little bit American. I'm not sure if she has been influenced by people from the US, but I'm going to reach out to her now and ask. But in case you're wondering while you're listening, Solandra is from Sydney in Australia. We have such a good conversation. Solandra has a wealth of knowledge and experience. She shares her journey into business and some of the amazing mindset transformations. In fact, she shares mindset things all throughout the episode, which is amazing. We have a really great conversation all around how to create an authentic brand and showing up as yourself and not hiding behind your art. She shares some really practical, tangible tips when it comes to showing up online and utilizing the power of stories storytelling. It's a really great conversation. We talk about so much from social media and setting boundaries in business. And there's one part in the interview where Solander almost interviews me. And I was going to cut that out, but I decided to actually keep it in for you guys because I don't know, maybe you'll find that a little bit useful and it's kind of fun to be interviewed on my own podcast. Solander has such an incredible energy and I absolutely love her positive approach to life and business and the way that she has used her experience to really shape who she is now. It's a really great conversation, so I'm excited to dive in. So that's it for me. I now present to you guys my conversation with marketing and mindset coach, Solandra. Hey, welcome to the Imperfect Pursuit Podcast. My name is Sarah Luthi and I love all things marketing, money, mindset, and helping creative entrepreneurs pursue their purpose. Nothing in life or business is perfect, but I believe in the power of taking imperfect action and showing up with grace, authenticity, and intentionality. So if you're ready to imperfectly pursue your biggest goals and build a life and business you love, there is a place for you here. Hey, Salandra, welcome to the show. Hello. I am so happy to be here with you. You are breaking my podcast virginity so thank you so much for having me here I love that no I'm so excited to interview you you have such a lovely energy and I'm excited for our listeners to learn from you me too I'm excited (laughs) well I've already shared a little bit about your bio at the top of the episode but do you want to share in your own words a little bit about your story how you got started in your whole business journey and what you're doing now Yeah, absolutely. So 10 years ago, well, I keep saying 10 years for the past two years, so (laughs) Um, it might be 11 or 12 years ago now, I started my first ever business and I started a pajama line while I was working for a fashion company here in Sydney, Australia. And 
I thought, yeah, I can do this. This is awesome. And for me, I am the type of person that is like, let's see what happens. And long and behold, that business completely flopped because mm -hmm. I got burnt out. Um, I thought I knew all the things. I thought, hey, I'm working for one of the top fashion businesses in the whole entire world. And I, I do get to see behind the scenes. I'm really involved. I can, I can start my own business. And little did I know that um, our clients and our customers would be very different people. And so I tried building that business and it flopped and I burnt out. I remember I was um, doing my first market stall for it at a festival, a three-day festival. And on one of the nights, we had our tent set up behind the marquee, in, um, behind our marquee where our stall was. And I had a huge panic attack. I couldn't breathe. I, mm. My heart was pounding. I, it was like, I can barely remember it. And I remember saying to my friend, like, call an ambulance. I'm dying. That's how bad I felt. And what I learned from that was that you cannot build a successful business if your mindset isn't right or not right, but healthy. Mm. Um, and if you're not managing emotions, it can take a turn really fast. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. Um, fast forward, I think five Five years later from starting that business and ending it, I started to see a psychologist and she changed my world. That was a huge game changer for me to be able to just process my feelings, emotions, past trauma. And what mm -hmm. I and what I learned from her was is that we need to create space for ourselves. And I think so often as so often for us entrepreneurs, we try do, 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 do. We need to get that that to-do list done. We need to yeah. keep doing. We need to keep scheming, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think the real magic happens is when we take a step back, zoom out, and really start to become aware of ourselves and mm -hmm. become aware of our purpose here on this planet Earth. Because if you don't have a why and if you don't know your purpose, I guarantee you're going to burn out and hit a, hit a wall. I mean, you can earn multiple six figures by going, 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 but um, you're probably going to hit a wall if you don't do a, a checkup from the neck up kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So yes, and so now I, I coach creative entrepreneurs and oh. My heart is so full from it. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. I can see how how much that lights you up. And yeah, as I said, you've just got such a beautiful energy about you. And I think, yeah, I can totally see how, how you'd be such an amazing coach in the sense that you are just bringing out this energy from other people and, and helping them with their own clarity and confidence. And Wow. Yeah, I Thanks. I need to keep you in my pocket. I need that <laughs> encouragement all the time. <laughs> Well, you've already shared so much with us in the first five minutes. I love that. Um, but do you want to share, I don't know, one to two really key mindset shifts that you needed to have in the growth of your own business slash businesses? You've already shared a little bit about mindset, but did you want to 
I guess, hone in on this a little bit more and maybe share one or two specific shifts that you needed to have? Absolutely. The first one that I think is key, is absolute key for for us entrepreneurs is that we are already enough. Like for your listeners listening right now, the thing I want everybody to know is that they are enough, like you are already enough. And that if you failed and if you feel like you're failing, you are not a failure. That was such a mindset shift for me. And once Mm -hmm. I learned that I am not my business, I am Mm -hmm. not my successes, I am not my dollar signs, and I am not the amount of like people approving me, that was a game changer. And once we unpack why we do what we do, that's where we got to start first. Like, why do you do what you do? What Mm -hmm. is it that lights us up? And why did you start a business in the first place? Or why do you want to start a business? Um, Mm. And and keeping the why central. Because the, the way you do business, like for example, I also did wedding photography. That was one vessel for my why. That was just one vessel for my why. And now my vessel is coaching. My why is still the same but the what can look different. So why do you do what you do essentially was, is, is a really great question to start with um, mm. when shifting mindset. You know, we need to dig deep. We can't just start surface level. I know it's really comfortable staying yeah. on the surface, but we got to dig deep. I love what you said before about zoom out I've never heard that kind of terminology often we say take a step back but I love this idea of like let's zoom out absolutely and then you can start zooming zooming in a little bit more but let's zoom out like what is that big picture why as you say because you know if someone who's listening is a wedding planner you know their why they think might be oh I want to help um, I want to help couples plan really beautiful weddings and I want to make the process really seamless for them it's like no 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 like let's zoom out a little bit more. Like what is your why? And I think that's so important because the why, once they go deeper and once they really delve into that, their why might be, well, I want to show up with kindness and with grace in this world and I want to love on people and I want to be able to share what I've been gifted with and what that looks like in this season is wedding planning. You know, like your why isn't just, yeah, I want to take beautiful photos or I want to plan beautiful weddings or I want to sell this thing that I make. It's like, no, 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 no. It's so much broader than that. Like, let's really hone in on that. Absolutely. You know, us human beings, we are meaning making machines. Mm. We need to create meaning around us. And when we zoom out, we can do that in a healthy way. And especially in therapy, I'm such an advocate for therapy Therapy is such a great tool and resource for us to go deeper. And Mm -hmm. when I burnt out in my business, not once, but twice, and I don't mean just having a tired day. I mean, I felt so alone. I felt like I was in the dark, like there was no way out. I was really struggling. And therapy for me really helped me slowly climb out of that hole. And, and shed some light on 
why I'm feeling what I'm feeling. And what happens is when we when we do get burnt out and we, we are struggling and we're feeling s- stuck and overwhelmed, like going back with the Zoom analogy, right? Mm-hmm. We're kind of like zooming in on one thing. So it may be like a sale, for example. Oh, this uh, the story that we could have in our heads is, oh my gosh, um, I got an inquiry. How awesome is that? Yeah. And then you reply to that inquiry and they decide to say, thanks so much. Um, let me have a think about it. And what do you get? You get Crickets. ghosted. Yes. yes. You get yeah. ghosted. And, and, and so often we can think about that as, oh, I'm unwanted. Nobody wants to hire me. When we could be putting that energy towards people that are ready for us. It's all about mind. It's all about digging deeper. And what therapy does is dig deeper in a healthy way, zoom out. And once you get, um, you start to heal within yourself, I guarantee your business will flourish and grow. So many people think Mm -hmm. it's the strategy, right? Strategy, strategies. Tell me what yeah. the Instagram strategy is. Tell me what is my bio right? How do I, yeah. you know, what, what hashtags should I use? What hashtags? <laughs> how do how do you yeah. make how do you make this amount of money? How do you get these clients? How do you? And yes, they are all relevant, mm. but I'm telling you, the game is more in our minds and in our hearts and our, mm. in our soul and our spirit than it is strategy. Yeah, I'm they definitely ma- they definitely go hand in hand, don't they? Absolutely. And I'm sure you find this as well. A lot of my coaching clients, yeah, they just get hung up on the strategy, and I'll wake up to a Voxer message like, "Oh, hey Sarah, um, I need some I need some feedback on the hashtags that I used," <laughs> and I'm like, "Your hashtags are fine. <laughs> yeah. Your hashtags are fine." <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a a deeper I won't say problem but there's a deeper issue that we need to look at here and building a business is more than just your hashtags and the strategy although those things are important and I'm saying like I'm not saying if you aren't using hashtags that that's the right thing because I think hashtags are important absolutely but those those little those little things (laughs) really because they are little that's not going to automatically equal results for you and I think mindset is one of those things that people don't really take seriously it can feel a little bit woo-woo to them like oh that's a bit weird that's a bit scary to get to know ourselves yeah it's scary it feels a little out of this world and I promise you once you step into getting real with yourself Mm. like let me tell you the floodgates are gonna open today like (laughs) not tomorrow (laughs) And, and it may feel really uncomfortable, you know, like sadness, mm-hmm. anger, frustration, all those feelings feel uncomfortable, but they're really, 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 really good indication of where we're at. Not, not for them to dictate us, yeah, but it's a really good indication. That's so cool. Like not to dictate, but to indicate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can we just like, can we just trademark that right now? <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's create graphics, hashtags. We're going to start a movement. <laughs> I'm going to write this down. I'll use this in the podcast promo for your episode. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I love that you kind of shined a little light on the idea of, you know, therapy and seeking that kind of help, because I think often that is seen as a little bit of a taboo topic. You know, you only get therapy if you're really broken or if you have this huge past trauma that you haven't worked through. And I think the thing is, we all, to an extent, have trauma in our lives. Mm-hmm. And often those those things, when we don't work through those things, that is going to impact your business and you might not really see how or why until you start working through it. And I think that's why it's so important, even if you don't see a, you know, a specific counselor or psychologist, but although I think that is important, <laughs> 100%, but even in terms of like the business world and, and seeking coaching and mentoring from other people. Yeah, ask for help. Yeah, like often you do need other people to draw that stuff out of you. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, for me, a game changer has been asking for help from a coach. Yeah. Not because I'm a coach. (laughs) I'm not saying that because I'm a coach and you're a coach. And alongside therapy. Mm. Holy shirt balls. Like, let me tell you, therapy and coaching, if you're getting those two, you're going to be like, you know, that analogy of the arrow, like being pulled back, you're the arrow being pulled back. And once you're released, you're going to go so much more further than Mm. you thought. Mm. Because you can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. We're not meant to do this alone. I think that's something a lot of us all learn within the first couple of years of our business. You know, we can often spend the first few months or the first year or two years doing it on our own because we think we can. And maybe it's also because we don't know where to seek help from. We don't know where to, um, you know, seek community or, you know, mentorship. But I think, and I got to this point in my own business, I know this happened with you. You get to a point where you realize I can't do this on my own. Yes. I Like I'm a coach and I have a coach. Yeah. A therapist usually has a therapist. Yeah. I mean, I would be wary of going to a therapist that's never been in therapy. And, and same like finding a coach for yourself or finding a mentor wherever you, wherever you are or wherever you need mentorship in. Like just see if that person has been mentored themselves or they've been coached themselves because how can somebody know what it feels like to be coached if they've never Mm. been coached or mentored before? So (laughs) you know what I mean? And so I think that's a really great place to start. Well, I know that one thing you're really passionate about is creating a brand that is really authentic and real. And I think you do this so well. So do you want to share a little bit about, you know, why do you think this is important and how can people create a strong brand, a brand that is authentic? How can people show up in that way? Oh, yes, I love this. Um, The reason why I think it's really important to dive into branding and messaging for our businesses is because once you dig into your why, like at the beginning of this podcast, we were chatting about like, why do you do what you do? That easily flows into your branding and your messaging. Mm. So what you really want to talk about in your branding and your messaging and, and sounding like your authentic self and when you write your copy for your posts, for your website, for your landing pages, um, is that you can talk about A, your values of your business, B, talk about your why, and C, share about your story. I think too often we shy away from sharing our stories and um, Brene Brown shares about that so well is, is, you know, the courage to be vulnerable. I'm Mm. totally like 
what do you call it? Like she, she makes it sound so much more better than I ever could. So if you guys, um, if you guys haven't heard of Brene Brown, get into her books and watch her YouTube videos, listen to her podcast, like your, your eyes will be opened. Yeah. Um, She has a really good Ted talk on vulnerability. I think. Yes. Like it's super cool. We'll link that into the show notes. Cause it's, yeah. It's it, a must watch. <laughs> absolutely. Um, side note, if I ever met Brene Brown, I think I'd fall to the floor flat on my face. <laughs> um, me and her are like best friends, but she doesn't know it. Um, I've, yeah. I've had many dreams of her and I having coffee together. <laughs> like She would be an amazing woman to have coffee with. I can only imagine. <laughs> oh I think I'd be shaking in my boots and I think I'd forget the whole conversation and go blank because I'd be so nervous. <laughs> but I think it's really important to share our stories and, and start to open up mm. um, because what our story, when, when we share our stories that we are ready to share, don't share things that you're not ready to share again, yeah. maybe talk about that with your therapist, you know, um, explore that with your therapist or your coach perhaps. Um, but share parts of your story that could really empower your audience that could really empower the people, um, reading your content, digesting your content, because that's mm. how they're going to relate to you. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to sit on this for a second because I know a lot of our listeners, they're not um, B2B businesses, meaning, you know, they're not Mm -hmm. serving businesses. They might be makers or artists or, um, yeah, photographers. And I know because I came from the wedding industry as well, where I was designing florals, I often had this question come up where I was kind of like, but what's appropriate or is this really important in my business? Because people want to buy my stuff or what I make or you know, what I do, they're not really buying my knowledge. They're not buying, um, you know, my, my story as such. Is it important? So I guess that's my first question. Like, do you think it's important? And how do people kind of go about that when they're having those questions? And what do you think is important in terms of them showing up and sharing their story or their message? What does that look like for that kind of creative? Absolutely. Look, here's the dealio. People don't buy things yeah they're not going to buy your photography and you're like what they're not going to buy my photography hear me (laughs) out listen they're not buying your photography they're not buying your designs they're not buying Mm. your branding strategies they are not buying your flowers they are buying from a person which is you Mm. and us human beings since we are emotional beings we buy off not just logic, but emotion. So you need to touch those two pointers when you are sharing on social media, when you are sharing about your business, talk about the logic side to things. So like the key features, you know, share about your services. Absolutely. Invite people to take action with you. Absolutely. And also share about your story so people can connect with you. I think too many creatives now don't hunt me down for this, but I I do think too many creatives hide behind their art. They only showcase their art on Instagram. They only showcase their art on their website. And it's too much about their service and the product. Share more about yourself. Share about your dog, you know, share about your cup of tea that you're making. Share about Mm. your skincare routine. Why? It's because people will be able to relate to you. So when they're doing Mm. their everyday things, who pops up in their mind? You. Oh, Yeah. yeah. You know, like Sarah, she makes tea, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, Sarah loves drinking Earl Grey tea with a dash of milk. That that's my drink. But um, uh-huh. but um, you know, I'm making some tea. She she loves tea. Yeah. And and something. It's all about the long game. Business is not. I'm sure we've heard this a billion times, but here it is again. Business is not a sprint. Yeah. That's when burnout happens. Business is a marathon. So share about yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. it may not directly make a sale instantly. It won't be an instant gratification, but what you're doing is actually building relationships like a friendship. So if you walk into um, a cocktail party, right? You're not going to be like, hey, everyone, buy my services. My photography is dope. Like who wants it's It's like $3,000. You're going to like scare away a few people, right? You're going to scare them. Yeah. And so what you want to do is just start a conversation. So if you want to get really practical here, post a something on Instagram today or tomorrow, reintroducing yourself to your audience. Mm-hmm. Like say five fun facts about yourself and then ask them to share five fun facts about them. Something like that. Get creative. Yeah. yeah. But that's really just building connection and relationships because that's what us human beings are about. Yeah, often I'm often telling my clients, hey, I haven't seen your face pop up in a little while. Like, how about we get onto that? <laughs> and and often they say, oh, but I did that, you know, three weeks ago. Kind of like, and I often say, okay, yeah, I know, but you can do it again. <laughs> you have 25 new followers since three weeks ago who haven't seen your face, who don't know anything about you. It's totally okay to show up every every week, every two weeks, every three weeks whatever that looks like and to check in and, and show up a, and to show up again. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, I love that tip. And I was also going to say, and I'm sure you agree, a lot of those random things like making tea or playing with your dogs or um, eating Italian food or whatever those things yeah. are for you, those things are important. And a really good place to share those is in your stories. Um, you don't have to post a photo of your spaghetti bolognese on your feed no. and say, I love spaghetti. Stories <laughs> I mean, last for 24 hours. Yeah. And those random facts you can share in, as you said, those random five facts about you posts, you know, Friday introductions or whatever that looks like. Um, you can still share those in those kinds of posts. But I just wanted to kind of touch on that because I know some people would probably be listening and thinking like, okay, well, do I just take a photo of my tea and post it to my feed? Because that's not going to go with photos of my flowers. (laughs) No, right. Well, look, listen, take a photo of yourself holding a tea, reintroducing yourself, saying my favorite, look, here's fun five facts. My favorite tea is Earl Grey with a dash of milk. Yeah. I'm not a green tea kind of gal. Are you a coffee? And then you ask the question back. Be polite. Be polite. (laughs) Ask, do you prefer tea or coffee? I love that. Yeah. Such good, yeah, such good tangible advice. And I think that's something that people can take action on this week if you're listening to Do this. it today, like yeah. to now, not tomorrow, okay? <laughs> Otherwise you won't do it. <laughs> no, I think that's so good. And it's so important for people to just show up and step out authentically because as you say, people aren't buying what you do. They don't buy how beautiful whatever you do is, although that's important. Yes. Be They're skilled. going to buy yes. Yeah, I totally 100% believe that. But they're going to buy, yeah, your story and your personality and the person that you are because that's important to them. And I think we need to remember that when we are creating our strategy because strategy is important. Yes. (laughs) We need to remember that, yeah, people 
aren't just buying what we do. And as you say, people are just hiding behind their art. I see it all the time. Mm -hmm. They're hiding behind what they make. Mm -hmm. We need to stop doing that. (laughs) Just like, okay, to all my photographer friends out there, my fellow photographers, you're a photographer. Take a photo of yourself. I'm calling you out right now. And designers, I'm sure you have photographer, one photographer friend, or if you don't mm-hmm. know a photographer, guess what? You have a a phone. If you have an iPhone, put your your um, iPhone self timer on and take a photo. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy. You just yeah. have to do it. Absolutely. I totally agree. Oh, I'm excited to see the posts that come out of this. I want people to tag us. Yeah. If this has inspired you to take action today and post a photo of yourself and show up authentically and share a part of your story or your your life. Um, can you tag us both? We would love to see. It would be awesome to see what comes out of this. Yeah, I, I post your teas. <laughs> yeah. We want to know your tea order. How do you take your tea? Yeah. <laughs> you probably be like, I hate tea. Well, your cocktail or your wine or whatever that looks like. Listen, whatever know. your choice is well is there anything else that you want to share we've covered a lot in terms of mindset and branding which has been so much fun is there anything else that you want to share with our listeners or anything that's been a part of your own story that has been really pivotal that you think our listeners need to hear Mm, yeah take time for yourself I know that sometimes money can feel tight in the beginning when you're not earning what you want to be earning Mm. But take time for yourself, invest in yourself, whatever that may look like for you. Let it be maybe a massage, a facial, um, start canoeing. I don't know. Do (laughs) something for you that has nothing to do with work. And what this does, it actually helps prevent burnout. Mm. So don't be all about work. That's important. But the more you do for yourself, the more your business will flourish. Mm. And you are enough. And if you have haters around you or if you feel like you're not enough or you you feel like, oh, but can I do this? I feel stuck and overwhelmed and I don't know what to do. You're not alone. Mm. So keep going. Don't give up because people need you here in this world showing up. And when you do show up and nobody responds, keep showing up until yes. they do. Yeah. I think sometimes we put ourselves out there. We spend an hour writing this caption that shares five tips or five things about us. And Mm -hmm. we finally hit publish and it doesn't get the likes that we want or people don't respond to our call to action. And we think, oh, that didn't work. And then you don't do it again for the next 12 months. (laughs) Yes. Boundaries around social media as well. To reduce, mm. to raise your happiness levels and your well-being levels, you need healthy boundaries, especially around your intake of social media. Yes, absolutely. Be diligent with that. I promise you that is a game changer for your mental well-being and you'll be more intentional about why you're on Instagram or why you're on Facebook or why you're on YouTube instead of just mindlessly scrolling on that infinite scroll it's called infinite for a reason just saying so boundaries to take care of yourself because guess what instagram is not going to take care of you (laughs) and your well-being you've got to do that oh that's so good because it's so easy to fall back on instagram out of boredom 
or out of habit or we think that being on Instagram is productive because, you know, we're engaging, but more often than not, you're not even engaging. You're literally just scrolling and consuming and comparing comparison oh Mm -hmm. there are two types of comparisons one that can be healthy and one that can be absolutely destructive the healthy one is inspiration right you admire someone from afar they inspire you to be better great but the other one is super destructive because you're starting to feel like you're not good enough oh why don't Mm -hmm. I have that of course they have that so I need that oh you you become you start acting like a two-year-old why don't I like you know in your mind you may not say it out loud but your mind like we are our own worst bullies sometimes and can I share a a quick thing with you um that I think will really resonate with your listeners um years ago I was homeless I wasn't living on the streets I just didn't have a home Mm -hmm. and um, my friend's parents took me in for I think two months and I slept on a springy single mattress from the garage. Now it was so springy. I ended up just sleeping on the carpet floor, (laughs) Um, living out of my car. All my things were in my Mm. car and my suitcase was on the floor in the, my friend's dad's office. (laughs) And um, let me tell you, like my friend's mom really poured into me and really inspired me to, to be better and not Mm. to see not having a home as a defeat. Um, And that is probably one of my lowest points in my life is not having a home. And she was actually the first person to introduce me to Brene Brown. And what I want you all that whoever's listening right now to know is that you may have fallen to the ground. And if you have, and you feel like like I can't get out of this situation or it feels like it's just so dark I want to let you know that you can rise strong Mm -hmm. you can rise strong and you want to build a business build it Mm -hmm. it's not going to be instant but go build it go pursue your freaking dreams yeah go do it just go go for it yeah stop waiting just just start just Just start yes Mm -hmm. Oh, this has been so good. I've just loved hearing different parts of your story and all the pieces of the puzzle. It's been so good. And I know that our listeners are probably feeling just so inspired and empowered to step out and own their story. And yeah, I'm excited to to see all the different posts that come out of this because of this episode. So mm-hmm. a question that I always ask as part of the podcast Um what is a time in your business that you have decided to take imperfect action and how did this pay off? Because this podcast is all about taking imperfect action. So I would love to know if there is a specific time that comes to mind. I just want our listeners to hear about the imperfect messy action that other entrepreneurs have taken. And hopefully this will encourage them to do that thing that's been on their mind or their heart and to just step forward now. How much time you got? I got it. <laughs> um, I take imperfect action almost every day, not to mm-hmm. sound cheesy, not to sound la-di-da, but I do yeah. take imperfect action every day. There's um, a first time for everything, and Brene Brown calls it um, something like the first time or something like that. Go listen to her podcast. In her first podcast, she talks about mm-hmm. like doing something for the first time and – 
hey, listen, this this is my first podcast interview. So this for me is imperfect action. Like I don't have a script in front of me. I don't, I don't have perfect everything. Like Mm -hmm. if I felt like I was ready to do this, I I would never do this. Well, that brings us to towards the end of the episode. We're still not at the end. I have some really random rapid fire questions to wrap up our episode. Oh, I love that. And then we'll talk about um, where people can find you and everything else. But my first question for you, what is your favorite book and or podcast that you're currently watching or reading? My favorite book is right now, All Things Brene Brown. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Uh, I wouldn't you have guessed guess. that. <laughs> um, another book that I love, it's called Bezconomics. Have you heard of that? No. It's, um, it's about Amazon oh, and cool. about their and how they do customer service and how mm. it, it kind of gives like a little behind the scenes of Amazon. And it has really some really great tips on how you can apply what Amazon does into your small business. Mm. Um, something that I really loved in there was like people want things now and not tomorrow. So if somebody sends you an email, be sure to reply to it the same day, if not within 10 minutes. Even oh if goodness. you have an automatic re- re- reply, yeah, okay, have that ready because people's attention span is like a goldfish. Yeah, and if you want the if you want that money and if you want that job, you better be ready to respond um, almost straight away. Um, but all things Brene Brown, all things Brene Brown. Um, that mm-hmm. book has some really great tips. Bezconomics. I can't remember who it's by. And is there yeah. a podcast that you're loving other than Brene Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me look at my phone right now. Here, I'm pulling up my phone. I just think it's fun hearing what people are binging and consuming at the moment. Um, oh, yes. The Brain Warrior's Way. It's by Daniel Amen, Dr. Amen, and Tana. I think her name is Tana Amen, his wife. Um, and that talks about all like about brain health. Hmm. brain health things um oprah's super soul conversations all day every day um and million dollar life lessons by dana chanel and prince donnell um that is more business yeah um centered that's so cool we'll link to all of those in the show notes as well so you don't have to remember all of those um i'm writing them down so i can check them out as well (laughs) Okay, and our last question to wrap it up is what are three things bringing you joy right now? Oh my gosh, I love this question. (laughs) Every single day, my most, the thing that brings me most joy is sitting on my couch next to my husband, Bo, and with Mika at our feet, our dog Mika. Um, just watching a show or mm. eating some food or whatever it may be, just chit-chatting away. Nice. That's what that. brings me most joy. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, this has been so much fun. I've loved chatting. I feel like we can go on and on and on and on, but I feel like we need to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, can been... I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. Go for you it. You said before, like going back to the plant, I'm super fascinated by this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um you said before that, you know, you never really saw yourself as a planner or, or a strategist. Mm. Um, and you've had to shift your mindset with that and 
start planning and start strategizing, what has been some ways that has helped your business um, grow um, when you do plan and strategize? I think a really important thing in business is to find the systems or to find the programs or the, or not the programs, like the, the software or whatever system that looks like finding the things that work for you. Mm. So, and this has evolved over time. So for me, for the first chunk of my business, I was building my business out of this app called Evernote. Mm-hmm. I just segmented different folders and lists and, and that worked for me. And I think that's what I used for the first, I would say, two and a half years of my business. And and it wasn't fancy. It was just a simple, pretty simple notes app. But I built it out in a way that worked for me and I could actually stick to. Um, over the last few months, my business has changed and I've needed something a little bit more sturdy with a little bit more um, capabilities. So I'm using something called ClickUp now and I love it. So I think... I guess my answer to that is just finding the system that works for you. So if that is relying on the good old pen and paper notebook, great. Or if you need something a little bit more complex, like go for it. But don't use the complex softwares just because everyone else is if you're not actually going to stick to it. So I think, I don't know, does that answer your question? (laughs) I think it really is just like acknowledging, okay, this isn't working. I need to, I need to get organized. I need to set up some kind of system to keep me on track and then finding a system that works for you and sticking to it. And not, no one even told me to use Evernote. Like, I think I I started using Evernote in high school to like, um, just to, I don't know, keep random notes on my phone so I could access it on my iPad and different things. So I've been using Evernote for years. And it just so happened to be that when I started my business, I, w- I just needed a place to get down everything in my mind, get it down, quote, on paper. And for me, like Evernote was a great way to do this. Um, but obviously, as things change and evolve and grow and scale, I needed something a little bit better than that. Um, so yeah, for me, it was just kind of realizing when things weren't going to plan <laughs> or I could recognize, man, this is messy. Like this aspect of my business is messy or I've gotten this really important task and I don't want to do that again. It's actually just acknowledging that and then working out a way to to streamline that process in your business and, and make make that work for you. So I don't know, I, I could talk about this for a lot longer, but hopefully that somewhat answers your question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that you said um, using systems that work for you and not just going straight into what everybody says Mm. to do because I think that's where people get stuck you know they listen to the podcasts and they listen to the or they read the resources of what other educators are using but the thing is if you can't stick to that process and if if that doesn't excite you or inspire you if that doesn't if it only limits you and your ability to be creative or or whatever that is like you're not going to continue using it it's not going to work and then you're probably just going to end up even more disorganized than you were at the beginning because you know you've started something you haven't finished it so yeah i think i think it's important for particularly creatives to recognize their strengths and their weaknesses and um yeah to know or to at least unpack what's going to work well for them yeah Um, knowing your strengths and weaknesses is really key so you know exactly who you need to hire and perhaps if you do or maybe not or even just knowing what programs would work best for you so that you can um 
play more on your strengths. Mm-hmm. I like I've stalked you on Instagram, you know, and <laughs> and your website and you look like you definitely know what you're doing. So if anybody listening to this podcast right now, um, get her to coach you. <laughs> she, she knows what she's doing. You really have the intention to help people, to be there for them and in a healthy and ethical way. And you don't seem like somebody that would jip someone off. Because I think what a lot of people worry about in the coaching industry is that they'll be gypped and it's happened. Like, will this Um, be worth my investment? Is this person just money hungry, trying to just take my money and they're going to run? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really lovely. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. I could interview you back. I have a hundred questions to ask you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, whenever you start this podcast of yours, I'm in. (laughs) Yay. You've got at least one guest. (laughs) Yay. Oh, today has been so much fun. Where can our listeners connect with you? Where are you spending your time? I know that you love connecting with people. So yeah, what does that look like? Where where can people find you? Um, You can find me on Instagram even though Instagram doesn't pay me to say this or anybody to say this, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram at Salandra Education. Um, shoot me a DM, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I respond to every single one. Um, and uh, beware, I send audio messages. So so much easier than typing. <laughs> Absolutely. And you can like show your personality. Yeah. It scares some people, but for me, I'm very comfortable with it. Yeah, no, that's great. Well, thank you so much, Salander. It's been such a joy to talk to you. Thank you you for having me. Yeah, I know there's, we've talked about a lot. We've unpacked a lot. So I know our listeners will walk away feeling inspired and encouraged um, and ready to start owning their story and make that a part of their business branding. Yes. Post that post. Don't wait for tomorrow. Do it to now. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So good. Well, thank you so much, Salandra. Thanks, Sarah. Hey, did you love today's episode? Be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And I would be so grateful if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This lets me know what kind of content you are loving so that I can keep creating valuable content for you in the future. It also helps this podcast to find its way to the ears of other creatives just like you. You can check out the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned in this episode or head to my website, saraluthi.com for more information on my coaching services as well as some cheeky freebies. Thank you so much for being here, friends. I am so grateful for you and I'm cheering you on as you imperfectly pursue your purpose.